Welcome to the Soul Stash bonus episode. Uh, this is a bonus uh, podcast. We call this a Soul Stash. So it's uh, yes, it's a genius name coming from the stash, uh, you know, of uh, of our little bonus podcast. But uh, this fan was uh, had written a comment on uh, Facebook, and he he's a uh, a fan in the United States, but he lived here for three years in uh around 2009 and uh basically was asking you know what is what are the old haunts like you know some of these places like shinchan hongdae gangnam uh noan um shinchon uh itaewon those are the big ones where he used to hang out and he's kind of curious like how has it changed in the last 10 years and i'm probably more of a guy you'd ask how it's changed in the last 15 years because that's probably you know 2005 was the last Mm -hmm. time i probably spent any you know sort of time in itaewon or hongdae uh hanging out um so that's more like 16 years ago but i thought you lived in in itaewon so you kind of you saw the changes probably in real time and so Um, I thought maybe we'll just, uh, you know, kind of go through some of these places and, and uh, you know, go back and forth and talk about how they changed. And uh, yeah. so yeah. When, you, when you were when you were um, at that point in time, when you had arrived, where were you living? So I, I got really lucky twice uh, when it came to like hagwans. So the first hagwan I was teaching at was in uh, Sodemun. I guess that's kind of like the Mapo area, World uh, World Cup Stadium uh, area, mm-hmm. um, not that far. And uh, where my house was, I was probably like five or ten minutes away on a bus from like Shincheon and you know Yonsei University, Iwa University is around there, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a, a Hongdae is not far, and Shincheon is the kind of college town for Yonsei University, and. Uh, and, and those are really like popular spots for young people. And they have a lot of, uh, there's a lot, just a lot of bars and a lot of restaurants. And uh, man, I, some of my best times were, you know, in that, in those areas. Um, yeah. What about you? Like when you, when you came to Seoul for the first time, what was, did you spend time in those places? Shinchan, well, Hongdae? Like I, I originally came to Busan. That's the first place I mm-hmm. lived, right? And uh, I'm, I'm going to do a double shout out here today um, because a friend of mine in the States, he listens to our podcast and he was here in Korea. This is where I met him. Yeah. And he lived here for a year. So we we overlapped and uh, he he sends me polo uh, video messages back and forth. We go back and forth. And he was giving me a hard time about not not telling enough of the tales of the time that we were here together. Um, <laughs> it is just yeah. Josh and me. So, uh, yeah, so I, I can relate one of them. Um, when I was in Busan, my first time in Seoul, you were asking when I came to Seoul, my first yeah. time going to Seoul was with him. And it was almost this time of the year. It was around Halloween. Oh, that's the best time to come. I, I, yeah, I love being right? outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah, and exactly. And that's, that's what was memorable about the, the trip. He brought this up in the poll. He was like, you didn't tell the story. Um, and this is cool for the listener who sent the comment asking what's changed. Cause this definitely has changed. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I remember we went, we came up to Seoul. Uh, we wanted to, we went to uh, Nokwon, the market to buy instruments. Cause we oh, didn't okay. have any, we're all like, we're like, what we made a little band when we were in Busan and we okay. wanted to buy guitars and stuff. So um, the Nokwon Chijang, the market is like, uh, for people that don't know this, uh, imagine guitar center, like maybe 30 guitar centers just smashed together. You walk in, it, it just never ends. It's oh, just, wow. I've never seen this place. Oh, you no, no. It. Okay. Oh yeah. It that is sounds awesome. huge. It is huge. What, you can where is it? it? Where, where exactly is it? Oh, Nagwon. Oh, Nagwon is like, the name of the, uh, the area. Nagwon Shijiang is the market. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's such a fun place, and they everybody there the they let you touch everything, which I love. Yeah, is it um, all used? It's, really, it's a lot of used equipment. No, 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 no. It's all brand no, new. It's, it's, there, are, there is some used stuff too. Um, it's not just uh, like guitars and drums and basses. It's uh, there's classical instruments. Um, I bought my no, my preamp. I got some recording stuff here. My H4N uh, audio recorder I got there in, in good prices. Like mm -hmm. it's as good as you're going to get ordering online here. So there's a plug for Nagwon Shijang. All right. Nice. Are Send these all like, uh, are these kind of like, uh, like imitation, um, you know, like, like a, like a Korean Gibson or, uh, you know, like they're making guitars. Oh, it's, it's, that's uh, this telly. Mm -hmm. Um, I bought that. That's the. That's only like two years old, and I got that there. That's an American telly. Um, mm -hmm. It's actually the only guitar I've ever bought from there. No, it's not true. I bought a guitar on that trip. I bought um, a baritone guitar actually. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, about about the trip though. So we had gone up to Seoul to hang out in famous Hongdae because we had heard about it, <laughs> right. and uh, wanted to buy some instruments and then. Uh, it was me and a couple of buddies, and we stayed like in a love motel. Very, <laughs> yeah, right. Very classic. Uh, classic. Uh, well, what are they like? <laughs> they like twenty five bucks a night or something? I mean, back yeah, in back the day, then, right? yeah, it was, it was yeah. like free, so yeah. you couldn't you couldn't pass it up. And it comes yeah. with toothbrushes, and you know, it's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> razor toothbrush, Q tips, hair band. As long thing. as the bed isn't shaped like a heart, I think it's okay. You know, like yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah. No we problem. managed. Uh, okay. So the, we okay. went out to, to describe what Hongdae was like back then. So that would be earlier than what this person's asking. They're asking about 20, 2009. This was like 2007. So about the same time. Mm -hmm. We had gone to a music store and we had bought some CDs and we're just kind of bumming around. I remember I bought this, uh, bought some long sleeve shirt. I don't remember. Anyway, we did a little bit of shopping too. And we were looking for a place to go. And you know this is what this is like when you're with a couple of buddies and you're just walking and talking. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you're you're supposed to be looking for a place to stop and hang out, but you never stop because you never shut up. And we're in one of those moments. We're kind of like lapping home day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh and we didn't we didn't know we don't know where we are. We, you know, we're all new to Korea in general. And this guy shows up and he's got like a, it's like a wagon or a truck, like a, like a bungalow truck, like a, like an open bed truck. Yeah. So like a pickup truck. 
like one of those blue ones though the like with the no front end it's yeah, i don't like remember a, i don't remember what color it is but if you're familiar with korea yeah it'd be the blue trucks like i call a, them bongo call trucks. Bongo? yeah the bongo truck yeah yeah bongo, yeah. yeah yeah the one two the three ton so it's like one of these things and he's got a canopy and it's a bar and he's sitting like inside the bed and there's chairs set up on the street around the the bed of the truck and it, his awning his awning for the the canopy or whatever it actually hangs over a little bit so like if it's raining or whatever you're you're sheltered yeah and you know i'm coming straight from chicago and i arrived this is really early for me coming to korea i arrived in september of that year august at the earliest oh so everything um, was like shiny and new and exciting for you right oh yeah and so yeah, yeah this yeah. was very very cool like we could just like have he's like yeah what do you want and he's like he's got like a cooler of like you know beers and he's got the like, cocktails he can make whatever oh, and he had like all so these cool. lights you know he's like like psychedelic lights and stuff and yeah. uh he had a boom, boom box and we had the cds and he's like what music and we just give him the cds he's playing our music and we're like in we wanted to hang out in home day we're like really in home day you you <laughs> like, created your own like spot yeah. there you know yeah we yeah. made our own bar we're like in the yeah. street in home day so <laughs> yeah that was uh that was one of my earliest uh memories and the past few times i've been back there in more recent years i haven't seen anything like that it's um yeah this is really funny that you that. say that though because when i right before I left Thailand in around 2003, that became like a really big thing was they would have, it was more like those like Volkswagen kind of uh, vans or whatever, but the the window would open and it would just be a street bar and you just buy cocktails, you know, and uh, they you, wherever it drives up and, you know, plops down some of those, like, you know, those plastic stools, I'm sure that's what you're sitting on. And yeah, you like create that. a bar and, yeah. you know, everything is is super cheap. Um, I'm sure your the cocktails were probably um, it was probably some kind of soju and you know fruit juice uh, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. yeah. I think I think we we're all we all just uh, drinking beers. I think, but I'm sure I'm sure we made it worth his while. He made he made some money that night. I oh think. yeah. Uh, yeah my first experience in Hongdae was I came earlier, so I was uh, I was here in 2002, and that was right at World Cup, and so at, in our hagwon there had been like rumblings about this place called Hongdae. Like, you guys got to go to Hongdae. You know, we're going to Hongdae this weekend. And because uh, uh, my friend and I both uh, taught at the same Hagwon together, we came from Thailand. And so we were roommates and then we uh, we taught at the same Hagwon. And, uh, you know, it was just like Hongdae, Hongdae, Hongdae. And, and we're like, all right, yeah, let's, you know, I'm, let's let's party. This sounds great. And we went down there and it was just a sea of people in red shirts you know be the reds because that oh, was the okay. uh you know the the red devils the uh the korean uh, football team was uh they were doing great like they made it to the final four i believe that in 2002 um you know quite uh i think probably unexpectedly that they they performed better than people had imagined they would so the the mood in korea uh, it was a little bit it was a little bit deceiving because people were so happy at that time i was like wow korean people are the happiest people on the planet you know <laughs> and it was really kind of fueled by this like you know excitement over the world cup and uh you know they were hosting korea was hosting the world cup in 2002 um i think they were sharing hosting duties with japan also 
but there were a lot of games were being played right here in World Cup st Stadium and other stadiums around Korea. And so there was just people from all these different countries and everybody was in a good mood. And uh, I just remember in Hongdae, people were just driving the pickup trucks in a circle and with tons of people on the back. And, uh, you know, I had, after a couple of beverages, I jumped up on the back bed of the truck <laughs> and they were happy to have like, hey, we got a foreigners, uh, a Korean fan. And I was like, America was also in the World Cup. Actually, Korea beat America. But uh, I was, you know, so disengaged from football. I don't follow soccer or anything. I, I was just like, I'll, I'll happily celebrate with you guys. And, and it was just a it was a wild, crazy time. Um, but the thing I, I don't know if, if you remember or not, but Hongdae was a little bit grittier back then. Well, you know yeah, let's I mean? start with the comparison again. Yeah. That's the, what the question was. I think across the board, everything has kind of. Yeah, it's, it's a little less gritty. I guess that'd be the best word to use. I can't mm -hmm. think of something better. However, uh, jumping to the locale, Itaewon. Um, Itaewon, I feel like it's always been described as up and coming, mm -hmm. but it's just never getting there. It would just, it's fine. I'm not putting down Itaewon. I love Itaewon. It's my first neighborhood. It was my home. It's still, when I go there, yeah. it feels like home. It's, I'm not that far away right now. I'm in Huam. So like Itaewon's like, you know, I can walk there. It's right next to me. Uh, and I mean, I definitely still have a bit of the Itaewon vibe in this area. Not quite like that, but like, if you look at the, I think of it as three major neighborhoods now. So like Hanam and Itaewon is kind of like one thing to me. So you have that, then you have the HBC, Hebongtong and Gyeonggi-dan, mm -hmm. um, the, the two hills, Veggie Hills, what it was called when I when I first moved yeah, here God, a long ago. Yeah. It's not called Veggie Hill anymore. Some old people, you say that, uh, they might find that endearing. Uh, so those two hills that kind of go up uh, Namsan to the ridge uh, that goes to the Hyatt uh, Hotel in that corner. If you go uh, further to the west, I guess, is that west at that point? I don't know. It's kind of bent. Whatever. If you're up on the ridge, you go to the left. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I think you're right. It's west, right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it has to be the West because eventually you're in the southwest corner of Namsan, which is Namsan Library. Mm -hmm. In so it's about 2k on the ridge, two kilometers. And then if you drop back down from how you went up, you come up, come down into another little um village against the mountain, which is Huam, uh, which is where I'm at right now. And I would say this is probably the best description I can give to respond to this question. Uh, regarding what has changed, the scene, the popular cafes and clubs and stuff, the Itaewon Strip is always going to be kind of that. But again, it's like always kind of up and coming, but it's just, mm -hmm. they've developed some of the parallel streets uh, from the main drag yes. quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, in some places that are really nice. There's some really nice places. Uh, so I, I might get over there occasionally. Hanam is really built up, but the Kyungnidan HBC areas, they had their heyday while I was there. So I watched it transform around me. Property yeah. prices 
we talked about this in the i think the i think we did i mean my my see for for me like uh i i was uh if i'm if i'm going to be honest about like like these places that uh our our fan is uh our our listener who uh, was nice enough to send us a message uh, 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 was, was talking about, for me, I, I associate all these places with drinking. <laughs> it's like, these are, yeah, drink- well, these are watering do. holes, right? Like it was just yeah. like, you know, where are we drinking tonight? Are we going to, um, you know, are we going to go, are we going to class it up and go to Gangnam? Like, are we going to try that? Are we going to go to Hongdae and just, you know, it's, it's going to be wild and crazy. Uh, and Itaewon, wild and crazy and uh for me when i think of itaewon uh and i'm thinking of it between 2002 and 2005 it was it was gritty it was grimy yeah. it was uh well it's there, clean it's cleaned up a lot it's cleaned oh up yeah a lot. the cobblestones and they you know there was like there was a bar there i don't know if you ever went to gecko's did you ever go to gecko's bar do you remember uh, that bar famous, yeah yeah, Gecko's was super famous. I guess it's gone now, but um, this was like a this was the most like Western bar that you could really find. And we would go there on a Saturday at like twelve o'clock, you know, eat lunch and just have a seat. And then it would slowly fill up, and so we would ho- hold on to that seat all day long, and we would just hang out there. <laughs> so we would just it was like cheers, you know what I mean? Like it was just like <laughs> like we were just we planted down and we're Very we're not moving. And oh, that, if you go behind, cool. you know, behind geckos, it was like shanty towns. I mean, yeah. literally like tinfoil roofs, you know, with like <laughs> just I don't know what was holding those buildings up, you know, other than like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, tarps. And, and most and of that's gone. Most of that's gone. I now. went back about 10 years later and I went to some like fancy barbecue restaurant. And then my friends wanted to go to a wine bar. And I was like. This is not Itaewon. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, the Itaewon I remember was there was a there was a uh, I guess an infamous hill. Um, I, I I don't know we if I should say it. Again. We can't say it. We can say we can it, say right? It. It's called it's Hooker Hill, right? It's the name of the hill. Yeah, I mean that's what it was called, right? And I mean, so it, there were there were some like ladies of the night that would like kind of you know like uh, they were hanging out outside and you you know. Uh, at the very top of that, which ironically, at the very top of that hill, there's a mosque, which right. I always found kind of ironic, right? Like that's the location of the mosque is at the top of Hooker Hill, which uh, it's, anyway, but there was a there was a bar called Polly's Kettle. And this was like a last resort kind of like, where are we going to go drink? Um, and Polly's Kettle was where they would cut like a, a you know, a two liter Sprite bottle. They would cut the top off of it and they would mix these soju drinks that were basically just like Kool-Aid, ice and soju. And you would get a kettle and you would sit there and drink it. And I swear to God, like it's horrible. It's it was it was like it was like a Petri dish of uh, well, it was probably like a Petri dish of not only STDs, but other, you know, like just horrible like your feet would stick to the floor, you know, like it was so there were so many spilled, you know, drinks and and you're just like, I, uh, you know, it was just the worst place to to go to. Um, but, you know, somehow you you ended up there because you're just, you know, on the piss all night, you know, going up and down Itaewon. But uh, I, I went back again, not to Polly's Kettle, but uh, um, 
in, you know, to Itaewon and all these kind of famous spots like Three Alley Pub. That was a really popular pub. That I remember was just, the name? I didn't. I didn't a little crawl bit, as many bars. I think it was gone by the time you came on the scene. I think Three Alley Pub was okay. kind of gone. It's kind. It was kind of behind the Hamilton Hotel. So there was okay. That whole street. That whole street's like all built up. There's a ton of nice restaurants. Yep. There's like Sopraha's over there. Now. So that that whole thing got gentrified, I think. And then there used to be a Canadian bar, which was called Rocky Mountain Tavern, and they moved that over to the main. I remember drag. that. I, play, I played a show there once. Did I you, yeah, I had an upstairs and a downstairs, and it was a that was a really cool bar. I think that's gone now. Oh, um, really? I'm not sure, but I I'm not sure if it's still you know if they're still around or not. Um, that was a there was there was a there was a, a bar I, I played a show in. Oh, it's still there. It's still there. It's really close to Detail One Station. Um, I haven't been back in since I probably played that show, and that was like 2016. But I've oh, passed maybe it. Maybe it's still around. Okay. It, I I passed it a bunch of times. I've seen it open. Mm -hmm. It's upstairs, and it is. It is one of the the just like physically filthy bars I've ever been in. Isn't that where uh, they throw the peanuts on the on the floor? You just like it looks like they should. If you look down, you'd be like, yeah, there should be some peanuts on the floor. There should be like everything is on the floor. The the <laughs> the house instruments. Um, we're, we're all just garbage. You know, we, we brought our own, except for, of course, the drum kit. The drum kit had uh, on the ground around it, there was, they must have had a lot of um, really heavy players. It was like all the like uh, drumstick likes, like were sh like, uh, like sawdust. I don't know. It was just, <laughs> there was just shit everywhere. It's, yeah. it, it's gotta be, yeah. Of all like the of the dives I've ever been to anywhere else, um, it just amazes me that that place endures, that it's still yeah. there. I can't think of the name of it. I um, think it's called. It's, I'm, I'm it's overselling not... it. There's definitely. There's, I've definitely been to worse dives. I mean, I've traveled, you know, many countries and stuff. But in Korea, that one is. Um, it always just makes you feel like I'm going through a portal when I walk through that door. Yeah. It's a and... little different from the rest of the strip. But I think a lot, but right. And it's, I, I think a lot of people have a, like that have lived here have a nostalgia for that bar because it's just like, it's, it is like, a, I think uh, for Canadians and, and, uh, and, and probably Americans too, it was just like a little piece of home. It, it's, it was like a dirty college bar back yeah. home. And it's so, as soon as you walk in, you're kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm outside of Korea. I'm in this, like, you know. Yeah, it did feel like that a little bit. It did, yeah. it, I think it, it did have a little bit of a, um, it did remind me of uh, another place we used to go to a lot in Olympia, Washington, when I was uh, a student. Mm -hmm. it, there was a lot of, like, dingy bars in the main street of, um, if anybody knows Olympia, it's a really tiny town. Mm -hmm. um, and I was there in the, early 2000s so it wasn't maybe that's also different now too well but, i i um, love the yeah. i love the dive bars like the, those were oh, my sure. those were the great places to hang out but then there there were also the the dance clubs i was never you know i'm, I'm i've never been a, a dance club guy like it's i'm, I'm not I, I can't dance and I, I feel uncomfortable and i'm six foot seven i mean it's just it's all wrong you know um yeah. but there was one place that was called the limelight and we nicknamed it the slime light because <laughs> <laughs> and so you somehow you know you end up in either Polly's kettle or in the slime light and how did we end up here you know 
Um, I've had some I've had some good times with the same thing. I never really liked dancing much. Chicago a little bit. I had a friend that she always insisted. So after work, we would go out occasionally. I would I would join. It didn't really was not my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I got to Korea, the friends that I made right away, they were just like, yeah, that's what, what, what we're going to do. And I thought, oh, is this going to be like, you know, some. I don't know. I don't know what to expect it to be like. And then I went there and it was it was just fun. I just yeah. had fun. Um, it wasn't about it wasn't like a strictly about like drinking or like, you know, that it was just being with your friends and just kind of like celebrating life. Like, I don't know, that sounds really, I'm, I'm overselling it. Maybe, I, but I had that, I really I had that experience in Hongdae, like Hongdae dance yeah. clubs. I used to have, because ba- this is back in the day, like this is 2002. Just be silly. You don't have to think about yourself. Yeah. They, and the music that they played was just more like, uh, like, like, like popular nineties music at, or sorry, popular, you know, early two thousands music. And it wasn't like, you know, trance or because i i missed that whole thing i was too old for that whole like techno thing uh i'm not gonna hold glow sticks and you know like dance for 45 minutes to uh, the same song you know that never stops yeah well Uh, let me ask you this like would you would you rather be in a in a any dance club in america or korea for me it's korea oh yeah no i would much rather be in a dance club in korea and especially ones that played music that i kind of like and and I did find some of those kind of just where they played like kind of pop, like dance music that was, you know, kind of radio music or something. Or there might be yeah. like Cheryl Crow or something. I was like, oh, I, I could dance to that. I, I, yeah, you I just laugh and you go along with it. Like yeah. you see your buddy and he's like looking at you and you're like, I guess we're dancing together now. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, time. everybody's kind of drunk and it's just like and that's a happy song. And and uh, yeah. and 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 so Hongdae for me was always much if you if you want to talk about dance clubs i itaewon was more intimidating because it was a much more diverse scene and it seemed like a little bit more like the limelight was more of an intense kind of like people had glow sticks and i was just like i it's not my scene but uh hongdae was was a like a lighter atmosphere and and uh but it was still a little bit gritty back then it wasn't all cobblestones and stuff like it is now and i feel like they really have in the last 10 years um, invested some money into trying to yeah. make these like places that are like cultural touchstones, I guess now for, you know, like, I, I think it's, it's, it's part of tourism. It's, it's well, part of. That's kind of what I was trying to, to answer with like how the, how these locations have changed, even though I would say like Itaewon still feels like it's trying to be up and coming. Uh, that's like the main strip. There's a lot of developments that are on the outside. They've really developed the main drag going from Nooksapyeong Station up to like HBC, that that strip, a lot of those um, businesses that, that oppose the wall for the military base, mm-hmm. a lot of those businesses um, on the corner right now, they're all vacant. Um, oh, okay. I'm down going up the hill. A good percentage of those places are vacant, and they're asking uh, for so much money, right? Like it's just too expensive. I don't know. I I didn't inquire in any of them. Yeah. Uh, I just I've just been by and I've seen the signs. Uh, but yeah, so you see, that's very vacant. HBC is still still pretty thick with people. 
Um, it's pretty dense, not a great place to, you know, if you got to ride your bike through there, I would not go up or down that hill. Or well, you drive the a car thing is H- sidewalks. It's HBC cool. was like, uh, I'd never even heard of it back in 2002. It was just like Itaewon. And I didn't know what HBC, HBC must've been yeah. just starting to, people must've been starting to get pushed out of Itaewon and they found right. HBC and created new Itaewon basically. Yeah, if you look at those, if you look at both of those hills on that end, uh, leading up to Namsan, they're not, I mean, now more so, but uh back in like 2010 they're just not designed for they don't have the infrastructure to, to have that type of traffic for people like hbc fest um like the big music festival that that goes on it's it's really fun but that road just becomes inoperable oh sure. uh, because yeah. it's 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 ridiculous to think of a car coming down and they, they try there's still a, it's a bus route so you know the little village bus oh, is so trying to get trying through. to get through there and i think the last few years that i've gone i haven't gone to hbc fest in, in years but i think they shut it they down used to have a block to shut down the road yeah they blocked yeah. the road and then there was some conflict with the district and they're like we don't we're not going to let you shut down the road and they're like okay we're still having hbc fest anyway and then it was just like terrible traffic and i don't know i don't I know anyway, the point is like it hasn't yeah. changed a, it, it changed a, a lot and then it's kind of like flowing back. The money's flowing out of those areas. It looks like it. Okay. And I'm not an expert on this stuff. Yeah. But it seems kind of like the gentrification, whatever that you want to call it, is now pushing over to this neighborhood. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm in the center of the market here in Huam. So like the center of Huam. And just last summer, there's this little shanty building you know like you're talking about like the yeah roof has no right angles and stuff <laughs> sure directly in front of me um there's a, a weird little garage thing kind of molded onto the corner of it that has no kidding the square footage is smaller than how could i compare it to like the inside of a, a car is about the size of it oh my like, god uh, does yeah. it have like an Eam Day sign on it? It's like they're 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 trying to get people to well, rent what's it. What's crazy was so this building. I mean, that's all it is. It's triangle footprint, and the interior size of it would be like the inside of like a sedan. I mean, that's that's the square footage of it. It's it's really tiny. Uh, so it's just a closet, right? Yeah. I walk by, and it's right in front of my house. So I walk past it, and they're doing all this construction. They're ripping off the face of it. I'm like, oh, they're tearing it down finally. You know, makes sense. They put in this window. It's like a thousand dollar window. It's like a sliding patio window. And it's like, okay, what? And it's perfectly caulked in. Then they paint the facade. They're dressing up a turd there, I think. (laughs) So my girlfriend and I, we we, we were speculating. We're like, what is this? Like some clandestine, I don't know. What the hell are they doing? Then a desk goes in. There's only room for one square desk, like the size of like... uh, like a classroom desk tell me it's not and a budong san is it and there's there's two folding chairs one on either side i i came out the other day and i see there's a guy in, a, in an electrical bucket you know he's up on the wires yeah they're wiring internet into this thing <laughs> so it's blowing my mind i'm like and i don't want to get around but... before like this is before uh you know uh, uh the korean war probably you know this this yeah. building went oh, up, sure. you know yeah. yeah oh my god 
And I don't, I don't, I think it was like an old pump room or something. I didn't want to ask. I, I want to speculate. It's way more fun. Yeah. So we're always like talking about this, like our dinner conversation of the night. It's like, what do you think they're building in there? You know, what are they going to do? Uh, and um, yeah, so the computer goes in and then a poster goes on the wall. And I thought it was Budonsan at first because it was a map. Yeah, sure. Uh, Budonsan is real estate office uh, for estate those office. who, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and they can be small and they can be whatever. But as far as we can understand, uh, the map is showing um, properties. It's a map of the neighborhood <clears throat> highlighting the properties and the owners who've agreed to sell to the developers to be to be to be uh, it's like it's like basically oh, in our neighborhood they'll set up like those uh containers they'll make it like mm -hmm. a container office you know yeah. and and so it's uh they're planning on building something they're they're gonna yeah you know so they're they, yeah they're going to knock down a huge part of this neighborhood the house i'm in i was talking about this during the real estate episode this is for korea this is a very large um house and the price we have on this is probably per square footage about half the cost of what you would normally pay sure and it's because it's a very old house and it's in an older neighborhood but that type of develop development speaking again of the change that's coming this is probably now huam's turn mm -hmm. is the way it's looking mm -hmm. and just in general it's also another kind of running joke at dinner we talk about is we count how many foreigners we've seen uh so it's yeah, it's it's I, happening yeah the, i can be yeah. on my, my patio reading a book and you know the market's down here you, you you know you have the white noise all the voices you'll hear hey man where you going dude it's like what? <laughs> where, where am i yeah yeah. So the HBC Itaewon diaspora is ha is coming right into your uh, yeah. neck of the woods, huh? Yeah. I mean, I I think it's uh, it's on it's on like um, it's on steroids right now, right? I mean, because the 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 prices for real estate have gone so insane that mm -hmm. I think it's just sending people scurrying in all kinds of different directions and trying to, you know, um, I I don't know what the, you know, it's kind of, I'm, I'm curious what the final outcome is going to be. I mean, when you've priced out everybody, you know, it's just going to be empty. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, for, for the immediate example, for this neighborhood, this neighborhood appears when we moved in um, just about two years ago, it appears the average age around here is, uh, like 60 it's old okay older neighborhood yeah the market has all these little restaurants in it it's places where you can still get a meal for three dollars right you know it's like kimchi a bowl of rice and a bottle of soju you know it's this kind of scene makali you know it's this kind of thing um like you and i like we can't even go to those restaurants even if we we're korean it's just like it's an age thing it's like yeah it's um it's an old person scene mm -hmm. and so what you're saying, like what, what comes next, you got to imagine like the house I'm in. Okay. So this is a two floor house. We have the top and this, uh, like 86, 87 year old grandma, she has the bottom and she owns the whole thing outright. So yeah. she has no, no debt. And I have to know this as a, you know, for my, my lease situation. So I know her situation. She fully owns this property. Well, what do you think she's going to do when she gets offered an insane price? So or, or she she might sell it, but 
if she passes away, uh, like her kids are, you know, what, what are the odds her kids are going to say, yeah, we're going to, we're going to live there, you know? Yeah, absolutely not. They're going to, they're going to probably tear it down or, or, or rent it for more money. And, you know, I mean, this yeah. is, this story is happening right. all the so, time, over and over again. Yeah. So you've got a class of people who are younger, who are, have only rented. That's the only thing they know. Mm-hmm. And then you got a class of people that are the owners and they're not going to be here very much longer. Right. So you're offering them a price that even if it wasn't a highly inflated price, like I would say the market is highly inflated right now, even if mm-hmm. it wasn't, they've held on that property. Like how long has grandma owned this place? Probably since like the sixties. Oh yeah. So I would love to know so what she bought it case. for. You know, exactly. For. So, so for any number that she gets, she doesn't strike me as like a, like a high, a high speed trader. You know, she's, she's she's living on a fixed income but she's happy with what she's getting she's like i have steady income i she makes enough to you know she's she's satisfied but she's really capable right now and she's got all her kimchi pots down there and i come home there's like you know there's you know vegetables hanging fish hanging i mean she's she's an active woman she's she's got a uh seems like a little bit of a network here and stuff but at that age, you know, there's going to come a time when she can't do those things. She's going to want to have be in some assistive care situation, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure. But think of how many people are entering that category. Right. Especially Korea is an aging country, right? Like it's, it's, right. it's and, and, and I, to me, it's, it's sad. And I know like, because I, I, these are the things that I really loved about Korea when I first came here was the. It's it's almost like that labyrinthine. You're, you're in a, you're in Seoul, and you just get lost in alleyways. Yeah. And you're and and they're all and they're not. It's not all shanty houses. I mean, some of them are. I, my friend and I used to joke it was Legoland because they. I think they built quickly, so everything mm-hmm. is very square and rectangular, and it's just like kind of stacked on top of each other. Yeah. But there there's a, a certain charm to it, and sure. I feel like that charm has been is being eaten away. Uh, and that's that's you know gentrification right we're going to knock down all these older buildings and and uh but with that you lose the the charming nature of all the you know those it's it's not just the charm i think i think there's there's something definitely at risk and i'm not a historian of korea i don't and i'm not korean you mean like a cultural heritage that might be you know man like i think i look like when i walk in i open up the gate to my you know, we have like a, ga- a gated courtyard and from that gate to my stairs to go up, um, you know, every time I, I look at the vegetables drying all, I mean, there's so many pots. It's not just kimchi. It's like anything that she's fermenting. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be sitting out there in t-shirt and shorts with just like mountains of food around her that she's like sorting out with her friends and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that, okay. So it's an aesthetic and it's kind of fun that that's my front door. I, I enjoy that, like having to duck underneath fish drying as I go up yeah, to my stairs. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so as an aesthetic, yeah, it's hip. It's cool. But culturally, I think it's definitely going to be disappearing. Like the, um, uh, traditions here, like my girlfriend does with her family for the holidays, um, or doing like gimjang and like making kimchi in massive amounts. We don't know kimjang. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yeah, my mother-in-law still does that, and I love it. I, we get so much kimchi. Yeah, so yeah, it's a good example. Yeah. So your mother-in-law does it, but do you think your wife is going to do it? Maybe. No, I I don't think so. And I think that 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 meme of that like you know, I, and this is not a slam on Chinese 
uh, people by any means, but there was a meme of like a, a shirtless Chinese guy making kimchi in a giant vat in, in, in China where they're selling kimchi to Korea. And, yeah. you know, it's just going to become this like mass produced. It'll all taste the same. There won't yeah. be, there's no more mom's touch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's a, that's a good metaphor because mom's touch is a fast food restaurant now uh, in Korea. Yeah. I mean, um, we came to the conclusion that the, the, the end result, we're like, what's, what's the actual conclusion? It's going to be, you know, it's going to come back around and we'll have like artisanal kimchi makers. You yeah. Can buy it, like, yeah. Etsy, kimchi, kimchi for Etsy or Etsy for kimchi. Right. You know, right. It, it, they'll, they'll keep it alive in some capacity, but in that like sad way where like in, I don't know, Norway or Sweden, there's like a bunker that has all the seeds of all the plants in the world. And, mm. you know, it's like, they're just sitting there just in case we happen to kill the whole planet. Well, you know, we could still plant a, you know, whatever, uh, a lilac bush or something because they have it stored in, you know, in, in a bunker, but it's like, that's not the same thing. I mean, this is, this right. is, you know, right. um, it's something that I, I loved when I first came here, um, as we talked about in an earlier episode, and you know, I never intended to live here. I think, well, maybe none of us did. Uh, <laughs> the way we have Probably it. not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was when I arrived in Busan, um, it just surprised me. The I think a lot of people think of Korea as homogenous that's a word that's often used to describe korea uh yeah culturally. yeah almost a pejorative term they, yeah. they say it you know yeah yeah and i i think there, there's some 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 truth to this i mean it is statistically um uh racially more homogenous than than many places in the world uh and culturally as well but the difference that I saw it, and I'm sure this person that sent in the, the request for the for today's uh, podcast is probably remembering that disparity, that difference mm -hmm. you would see. Like, I think I said this in the real estate episode too, when I was living in Jiangsan in, in, um, in Busan. I'm living in on the 22nd floor, you know, this office tell modern facilities, everything. Uh, I can walk outside and right next to the building, there's a plot of land that has the equal footprint of this skyscraper that I'm living in. And there's a couple little old people out there with rakes and hoes and they're planting onions, lettuce. I know. And it's in the middle of a city, a metropolis. That's the size of Chicago. Like, and you still see this some places. I was on a, a run just last week and uh, on along the road, so this isn't like in the mountain, it's like a, along that, that ridge from the Hyatt over to Nelson Library. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Okay. with the traffic or whatever, uh, and there's all the ginkgo trees, the unhanganabu, and they're dropping their berries. And I think we talked about this in the food episode. Well, uh, every single, I think forage. every podcast of a foreigner is probably complain about the smell of the ginkgo berries. It's like yeah. a, a rite yeah. of passage. I don't but mind it. I, I think they taste, I, they taste great in Sam, Samgitang. So I, I got yeah, no They have their qualms. place. Yeah. But you see, um, I saw just last week, um, people out there picking them up, looking for the nice ones that aren't smushed yet. 
and they're collecting them because they're going to take it home and eat it. So it's urban foraging. I remembered it because the person that was picking it up did not strike me as particularly old. Oh, okay. So that was, yeah. that was kind of like, oh, wow, people are still going to maybe do this. Yeah. Um, because I think that's a really cool quality. In a I think maybe it, it might be a soul thing. I, I think maybe some of these traditions will, will uh, sustain themselves in rural areas. It's, that's, that's my hope is that, you know, yeah. if I'm being like optimistic about it is like these traditions will still be, uh, you know, outside of soul. People will, where things are a little bit slower, a little bit more, uh, you know, hand in the earth, you know, like uh, toiling in the soil um, and maybe not out of necessity, but more out of just like hobbies and stuff. And, and, um, but in Seoul, I, I, what I see is these little, little off these little villas kind of getting knocked down slowly and just yeah. giant, you know, apartment complexes that shoot up into the sky, you know, yeah. an edifice that's 20, you know, stories high or yeah. stories high. But, and, but uh, on the other hand, there are some things that, that are probably pretty consistent with 2009 in all of those locations, things that haven't changed like, um, Korean markets. Come on, yeah. man. What's different? Nothing has changed. No, that, that is, that is steady as a drum. There's like, still there, a there's pig's the, head that scares the bejesus out of my daughter. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, not, there's still blood on the ground. Yeah. It's still, yeah. There's it's still gutting fish. And, you know, right next to that, they're cooking fried chicken, you know, like yeah. there's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. That has not changed one bit. I can't think of anything that looks different when I walk into a Korean market. It could be a big one, a little one, whatever. Like my the one here in this market, this is really tiny compared to this Norianjin, whatever, any market. Yeah. The, no, no technology has come through and swept that away. There's no, no, not even just that. There's no, um, you know, there's no like uh, Home Plus or E-Mart that has finally dominated those vendors no and there's also an appetite by customers to visit those places still there's still yeah. even young people i see in the market we have one called the uh tongjung market in pyongtaek and uh is it did i say that right tongbuk market i'm sorry tongjung is like pain i, I got those mixed words mixed up <laughs> uh it's not the pain uh market it's the uh tongbuk market and uh, yeah, I mean, I said young people go there and they buy, you know, vegetables and, fr and, and fruit and, and all and meat and all kinds of stuff. And it's, it seems vibrant and alive and, and, there, and healthy. There's some, yeah. there's probably some optimism too, for that, that part of the culture being sustained. Um, this is for a future uh, podcast, maybe a, another soul stash, maybe another mini one. Um, yeah. Yeah looking at UBI, so the UBI experiments, universal basic income experiments that had been done in Gangwondo, uh, that potentially will be done here. Maybe they have been in some neighborhoods, but effectively you're given, um, you're given credit that you can spend, but only in those markets. So you can't take that credit and use it at like um, Starbucks. Yes. You have to buy from the local roaster over here. You have to buy mm -hmm. that cafe because it's in that network. Already we have something here my girlfriend, her sister, and her friends, they, um, oh, what is it called? I can't think of the name of it, but it's, you charge. We had There's a only... card. They give you like an extra $10. Like they'll give no, you. No, no, no. This, no? Oh. this is, no, this is a, it's, it's an app. You can put in like a hundred bucks or something. And then, but then there's a limit and there's only so many people that can sign up. So when, when the tickets are available, you've got to like get on the app and sign up 
and then you get um, it's a big discount. It's like 10% off. Oh, okay. And okay. you have to sign up uh, per neighborhood. So like we missed it. We dropped the ball the first time around and we got it. Um, but it's massive. It's like a, like a, don't quote me on it. I mean, it's yeah. again, I'm, I don't do the show, but it's like, it's, it's like these, like um, these pro policies or programs they're trying to implement to get people to, to, yeah. to keep right. these, like keep, keep these cultural touchstones alive, which I think is uh, I, I really do hope that Korea does keep these, these places, you know, sustainable because I, I just, um, yeah, it, it is so much part of the charm of of soul is it are these you know what a cynical person might call a shanty town or whatever you know and not even a shanty town but just like oh that building is so run down it's not like a prugio apartment or uh, you know uh 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 weave the state or whatever but uh yeah i mean they're so it has so much character and yeah. i feel like you're you're um you know and and i i, I don't know if uh you know, if, if it sounds like the, you know, in it, not insincere, but as an American where I feel like our, our nostalgia is we're, we don't really have, we, we just tear it down as fast as we, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's, I, I, I feel like um, it, it, it's hard for me to tell them what to do, you know, like, you, you, but, um, but I, I just hope that they don't. Um, I think, that, I think they'll, yeah. draw, they'll have to draw a line somewhere. Like I can, as much as I feel sad knowing that this house and this whole corner of my neighborhood, it's probably just going to get leveled and they're going to put in, you know, some skyscraper as, as much as that, it really bums me out. Cause I, I do like the character of this, this hood. And uh, I can also understand the reasoning behind it right now. We're in a, you know, Think of how much space this house is taking. I up. know, it's I know. Three people. That's just not efficient at all. There are land uh, developers outside your building yeah. right now that are just salivating. You know, yeah. just looking at that thing like a, you know, yeah. Like I mean, next pork chop. You know, next to me on this wall, there's a parking lot, mm -hmm. and you know, it's just a one level parking lot. You know, I mean, that could that's be <laughs> multi level. Yeah. Um, so. Anyway, what what if we like just uh, just we one place we skipped was Gangnam, and I'm just oh, wondering, yeah. you know, for me, like I feel like Gangnam is the one place that really hasn't changed that much, um, and maybe I'm wrong, but uh, in the last ten years, it was always kind of posh and kind of like you know, um, it had cooler clubs. I'm sure the clubs are different; they change the names and they change the interior, yeah. but it it always seems to still attract the same kind of clientele like wealthy, wealthier Koreans, younger, hipper. Um, I feel like, I feel like the guys wearing silver suits, you know, the duct tape color suit. <laughs> yes, no? yes, yes. I never saw it till I came to Korea. Like that's a yeah. fashion choice. Like, for people that don't know this, this is, you'd wear this to the office. Um, it's just like your regular suit, you know, your pants, your jacket, it's your got tie. got glitter in it or what? I don't know how they did it's that. Swear to God, right? You can blind yeah. somebody with that thing. It's, <laughs> it's so like cool. A... I, wa I wanted it. I couldn't rock it. I couldn't do it. It's like if you if you like skinned a uh, uh, what do you call it like a mirror a mirror Salmon? ball oh I was gonna say oh, a mirror God. ball no yeah really or a dolphin or something it's like a it's just got like a sheen it's like a shiny sheen yeah. on it and uh, yeah like is he going to the um, disco no he's going to the office <laughs> well he's going to the office and then he's going to the disco you know doesn't have to change um, he yeah, doesn't so have to change 
Uh, I would yeah. say Gangnam, you don't see those anymore. So the silver suits have, have uh, faded from fashion. Right. And, and you know, I, I, I went to Gangnam uh, a couple, like, a, I don't know, six months or a year ago. And uh, I, I, it was bizarre in the daytime because I think I saw probably half of the people were wearing, like, uh, taped their noses, you know? Like, they had just had plastic oh, surgery like the, or, yeah, like or yeah, yeah. So there was just like, yeah, it was, everybody's had a nose brace on or some sunglasses or, or was, was hiding some procedure. So, I mean, if, if, if anything, it's, it's, it's become a, a kind of Mecca for, I would say plastic surgery because uh, even people coming from, you know, like uh, medical tourism. Um, and so, you know, I'm sure it's still, it's still a posh, cool place to hang out at night and go to, good you know restaurants and clubs and stuff but uh i was never a big gangnam guy i don't know what, what about you it was just always like gangnam was the first place i lived it's the first place i lived in korea in uh, seoul so mm-hmm. when i came back to the country that's where i was uh so i spent um i think i was there for like a month and a half before i moved to itaewon and then after i moved to itaewon it was kind of off the radar except for like garosugo and uh uh do you know where the apple store is that's like yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah the apkujang area right is, yeah. is that yeah okay yeah yeah so uh i would hang out there a lot i really liked a lot of the the restaurants in that area even though it's a bit of a hike to get over there mm-hmm. and then i lived in before i moved back here i actually lived near campus for a while so i was down in sango oh yeah um, okay i mean I'd like if you're thinking of gangnam so you know really close to gangnam i can just on my bicycle uh, so like like that, that song, side you know, Gangnam is like Beverly Hills. Apgujang is like like Hollywood Hills or something. You know what I mean? Like it's these two mm-hmm. posh you know places, um, but they do have. I mean, it, you're gonna pay for it, but uh, it's not that expensive. But they do have some wonderful restaurants and uh, and bakeries. Yeah, if and I, if I'm gonna shops. bum around, like if, if I go to Gangnam now, it's going to be because I know exactly where I'm going and what I want to do, and it's an occasion. It's the same thing with Garosugo. I don't really bum around. Uh, unless I have a friend who lives over there. So sometimes we go out, uh, like if we're looking for like a restaurant or something, you know, we might wander the street, but that's the extent of it. If I want to wander around, uh, my neighborhood here mm-hmm. or, um, probably Hanam. Okay. And yeah, the end of Itaewon there, a bum around there. Uh, Hongdae, I, I, I should get over. I haven't been to Hongdae in so long. I, and, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like 45. I'm 45 years old. I just a home day. Like I could maybe go there in the daytime, you know, but if, if the sun goes down like, a, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I could pop in and see some music. But I mean, since COVID, yeah. I haven't seen a live show. Um, oh, my God. I, I used to I, go there when there was a lot of busking at that park. And yeah. uh, that was really cool that like, I will admit, and I don't I think I they've, that that's become almost like a professional like you have to be super good to even get a spot there to bust but when i back in the day it was still kind of a new thing you know and so we would stop in the park and you could buy a couple beers at the convenience store and just listen to people uh Mm -hmm. you know buskers and that that was that was the vibe of hongdae and i think it's because hongik university is an arts university for their focus Mm -hmm. like like uh a lot of it has to do with arts um and uh i think that that is how i would describe it is kind of artsy 
and and uh, musical and cool. And and Itaewon is an older clientele. You know, you'll have young Hagwon teachers, but you also see the like the sixty-two-year-old guy drinking and smoking that's been in Korea since well, nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, you know, you know, Itaewon has. Um... I mean, the demographic, right? It's next to the base. So you have military. Yep. It doesn't just mean soldiers. You also have contractors. Like there's a whole village over there that's all contractors. So it's anybody right. that's that's in Korea um, employed via government in some way, shape, or form. And that does... Right. And they're making like, the bank, you know? Yeah. And they're making U.S. dollars. And they're... Yeah. yeah. So those guys... Yeah. So you'll see like older foreign families and stuff. You won't see that so much in Hongdae. I mean... But that park, man, I forgot about that. I haven't, again, I haven't been over there in too long. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's time to uh, see some live music. Yeah. I got a jazz bar downstairs. That's the one like kind of hip young thing in the market. This guy, it's just random. There's a oh, jazz wow. bar. Yeah. Oh, and that's I can awesome. Hear it. Yeah. I can hear it from uh, my window. It's just below me. And nine out of 10 times, they're just awesome. That's, oh, that's, that's my fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's such a great thing. You're outside barbecue and stuff, just like our own soundtrack. Oh, man. So, it sounds like you're in a Spike Lee movie or something. The saxophone. It's, it, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's working for now. But like I said, it, it's, this is uh, a lucky shot that's not going to last. They're going to tear this down. Enjoy it, you know, while, while you yeah. can. And uh, I was a lucky find. Yeah. Well, right. uh, you know, I'm going to, uh, I hope, uh, you know, to our, to our listener that suggested this topic. Thank you. That was actually really fun, uh, kind of rundown, uh, memory lane for me because yes, uh, I haven't thought about this stuff for, for years, you know, and it is interesting how, how it's changed. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's changed a lot, but you know, uh, some of the stuff is the same and, and, uh, you know, a lot of it is, is different and you can't really stop that. You know, I mean, it's, it's gonna, the party's got to end at some point, you know, and then something new pops up and a, a new cool thing will, will develop. And, and, uh, a lot, a lot of foreigners are, are kind of turning convenience stores into bars now. I, that's like the new thing is, you know, set up yeah. like a tent and, everybody's drinking outside and and uh so there's always a scene and uh yeah but uh we're too far removed man we're we're just old guys but uh thank you to our listeners for uh joining us for our first ever uh bonus episode the soul stash podcast um we are uh, i'm going to put this up with our uh you know with the soul patch uh uh a feed so you can download this on all the platforms you can watch it on youtube and uh, you can go to our website, thesoulpatch.com. Send us an email at uh, thesoulpatch at gmail.com. And uh, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll be uh, seeing uh, you guys uh, probably tomorrow uh, when uh, Kevin and I do uh, another one. And Ryan's, uh, yeah, Ryan's on, on leave. Uh, he's got, a, uh, he's got a, uh, a weekend pass from the, uh, you know, for, for the, uh, the week. But we'll be uh, back together next Wednesday probably, uh, I think. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Ryan, thanks, man. It was really fun. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Solid. All right, Have man. We'll see you later. Thanks a lot. Nurture and sanity, constantly bound to an emblem of blood.
the ground where I frequently polish the steel of my frame Tampering limbs while repeating my name A robust and unbreakable symbol of fear A god 